The next letter in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10, letter number 3,353. You know, most of the time we learn, we read letters that the Rebbe speaks to people of outside, gives guidance, directions. But the Rebbe also gave some rebuke when necessary to the inner circles. And the Rebbe, you know, had a very big expectation from the Hasidim. And the Rebbe was expressing his uh, frustration, if you can say that, or his disappointment. Why people are bickering and they're not really getting and they're doing uh, what they're supposed to be doing. There's so much opportunity out, out there. And everybody is measuring how much time they're going to invest. The Rebbe had a whole different outlook, what is expectation, what they should be doing. And if you can say that the Rebbe lets them have it <laughs> over here, you don't see to whom, and you don't see the beginning. You just have a few lines which the Rebbe sort of pours out his heart on why they are not doing what they're supposed to. So the Rebbe says, uh, you all agree to one. One thing you all agree to. That what? I guess maybe before that it says, you're bickering and you're fighting about everything else. What you do agree to, again, it's hard to make sense from a half a sentence, is that each one of you separately needs to be encouraged individually. And the Rebbe uses some Yiddish words here. Pieshin, Gletten, und Einbetten. Each one of you needs to be, Pieshin means to be spoiled. And each one needs to be patted on the back. And each one you need to beg them, und Einbetten, Pieshin, Gletten, Einbetten. And maybe... If I do this all, perhaps you are going to do a favor for the Rebbes. And that way to Hashem, Kuchibricha and his heavenly academy. And then you will start to reflect, how do I spread the wellsprings to the outside? Mm -hmm. And how much time do you have to do that? so that he can be free and to designate it for this purpose for spreading the wellsprings. And then they're going to start looking into it and they're going to have a discussion by a meeting that follows. Okay. And what happens in the meantime? So again, after you'll be patted and you'll be spoiled and we're going to beg you and after that and finally you're going to agree to go ahead and to make a meeting and you will designate for this purpose and then you think you already fulfilled my obligation as necessary and the Rebbe says read again 
your letter above, which we don't have the date of the letter. But read again. The Rebbe says to them, you go ahead and reread your letter and read the report for this period starting from the 22nd of Kislev to the 21st day of Tavis, just a month. Look at your report, the Rebbe says. Uh, you write yourself, that period is a special good uh, time, more than other times of the year. In other words, this is Gavaldika. It's a very uh, good time to do the outreach work, to do all the work needed. So read what you did in that best month, what you claim is the, the best month. And then reflect what did you really accomplish? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I don't know what they said, but the Rebbe El said them. But the Rebbe says, look, it's the time that Mashiach, our righteous Mashiach, is behind the walls. Our holy Rebbes are giving the flow and they keep on pouring success in every effort, even if it's the lightest of the lightest. So instead of utilizing the success, looking, you're looking for all kinds of excuses. The word excuse in Hebrew is amasla. Amasla. Amasla also is made up of the word emet lo, not true. Mm-hmm. Excuse means that this is not true. As the meaning of amasla, emeslo. As long as you're finding all excuses just so you don't fulfill your spiritual, your soul mission. And the Rebbe says, I, I think I've already written this situation in our days. Similar to what the Alta Rebbe writes in his Holy Letters, chapter 24. Over there he talks about the Rebbe in the Igeris HaKodesh in Simach of Dalet. He says that sometimes there is a king who is sitting in his room and the people are guarding and nobody can get in. It's locked up. And then one day the king says, you know what? I'm opening up the doors. I'm opening up the gates. And he announces in the whole government, everybody, gather up, come. I'm going to show you the glory of my kingdom, the splendor, the beauty of the greatness. And then there is somebody standing in front of him. He says, nah, I'm not worried about it. He goes and he keeps it in his business. He doesn't come to see the king. He doesn't care how low, how foolish that person is. Nimshal Kabahim is without doubt. The Rebbe uses the uh, language over there. Basically, the Rebbe says, in our days, the king is showing himself. It's easy to do. We can accomplish so much. And you're busy. Everybody's busy with their own things and doesn't pay attention, doesn't come out to greet the king. The Rebbe is expressing what his expectations are. 
And the Rebbe ends with a blessing, Yerotzin, that in actuality, practically, there should be a total change from the above. I think from the above. Don't stand by idly while the king is revealing himself and doing nothing. And this would be for long days and years. The Rebbe has another expectation. I think that eventually the Rebbe got through his message, what his expectations are and what people should be doing. But in the beginning, people didn't know what hit them. <laughs> people were looking excuses. They thought that the Rebbe accepts excuses and accepts uh, um, um, all kinds of amaslas, uh, amasloyinad. And the Rebbe says so. While it almost seems to me there's disagreements and other things, but everybody thinks they've done enough and they'll make the meeting. And as the Rebbe would many times say later on, they make a meeting to make another meeting. <laughs> so the Rebbe is demanding that people get to work and do what's actually necessary.